Good morning and welcome to Simply Science. It's Monday, January 29th. On today's show, scientists uncover a link between the ocean's weather and global climate, and they are more hopeful than ever that Perseverance has already found life on Mars. Plus, Clarivate launches the Web of Science Grants Index to help researchers optimize funding strategies. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Science. We start off with an international team of scientists who have made a significant discovery, providing the first direct evidence that links seemingly random weather systems in the ocean with global climate. The team, led by Hussein Alui, an associate professor at the University of Rochester, has developed a new framework to understand the climate system using mechanical analysis. Here to discuss this further is our correspondent, James. Can you tell us more about this discovery and its implications? Certainly, David. The ocean, like land, has weather patterns, but they operate on different time and length scales. For instance, a weather pattern on land might last a few days and be about 500 kilometers wide, while oceanic weather patterns, such as swirling eddies, last three to four weeks, but are about one-fifth the size. And how does this relate to the global climate? Scientists have long speculated that these seemingly random motions in the ocean communicate with climate scales, but it has always been unclear how to measure their interactions due to the complexity of the system. The team developed a framework that can do exactly that and found that the mediation of the atmosphere is required, which was unexpected. Can you explain more about the method they used to make this discovery? The team aimed to understand how energy passes through different channels in the ocean throughout the planet. They used a mathematical method developed by Aloui in 2019, which was subsequently implemented into an advanced code. This allowed them to study energy transfer across different patterns, ranging from the circumference of the globe down to 10 kilometers. They then applied these techniques to ocean datasets from an advanced climate model and from satellite observations. What were the key findings of this study? The study revealed that ocean weather systems are both energized and weakened when interacting with climate scales and in a pattern that mirrors the global atmospheric circulation. They also found that an atmospheric band near the equator, known as the intertropical convergence zone, which produces 30% of global precipitation, causes an intense amount of energy transfer and produces ocean turbulence. What does this mean for our understanding of the climate system? Studying such complex fluid motion happening at multiple scales is not easy, but it has advantages over previous attempts to link weather to climate change. The team believes their work creates a promising framework for better understanding the climate system. They are taking a different approach based on mechanistic analysis, which allows them to understand cause and effect more easily. Thanks for that report, James. Now, let's shift our gaze from Earth to the stars. The Perseverance rover, affectionately known as Percy, might have already stumbled upon signs of life on Mars. Underground radar images suggest that the rover is searching in the perfect spot for fossilized microbial life. Here to discuss this further is our correspondent from Simply Science. Can you tell us more about this exciting development? Certainly, David. 
As Perseverance explores a 3 billion year old landscape on Mars, its instruments have confirmed that at least one Martian crater, the Jezero Crater, was filled with water long ago. Scientists had suspected this, as the surface of the crater shows signs of a dried out lake bed, fed by an ancient river. This is why the rover was sent to investigate the crater in February 2021. So what makes researchers believe that signs of life might have been found? Well, now that researchers can look beneath Jezero's dusty exterior, they're excited by the possibility that Perseverance may have already scooped up signs of extraterrestrial life. The rover's ground-penetrating radar, RIMFAX, can detect ice, water, or salty brines more than 10 meters below the surface and map layers of soil and rock down to 20 meters. The data it collected last year have provided an unprecedented glimpse below the Martian surface, in the very place where scientists suspect a lake to have been. What have they found so far? Underground imaging strongly suggests that the four-billion-year-old crater, made by an asteroid impact, was later filled with younger sediment and rocks. These younger sediments could have been carried into the crater via water or volcanic activity. The horizontal layers of underground sediment seem to have been laid down in an aqueous environment that resembled an earthly lake. This lake could have taken up a sizable chunk of the Jezero crater, possibly stretching inwards as far as seven kilometers, although further exploration is needed to confirm this. And how does this relate to the possibility of life on Mars? If Mars is anything like Earth, such a long-lived aqueous environment would be an ideal place for microbial life to form. Already, Perseverance has drilled and captured several sediment samples from this region. Some of the rocks and dust it has collected even show intriguing signs of organic compounds. However, until a mission is sent to collect the rover's samples, it's impossible to say if these compounds come from biological or geological sources. Thanks for the insight, Celeste. As we look forward to more scientific developments, let's shift our focus to a new tool that could help researchers secure funding. Clarivate PLC, a global leader in providing trusted intelligence, has launched the Web of Science Grants Index. This new solution aims to offer a more comprehensive view of the funding landscape, helping researchers make informed decisions when seeking research funding. Here to discuss this further is Abby, a correspondent for Simply Science. Can you tell us more about this new grants index and how it's expected to help researchers? Certainly, David. In the current competitive research climate, success rates for research grant applications can be as low as 12%. The Grants Index is designed to help researchers better understand a funder's priorities and gain insights on previously awarded grants, which can help them differentiate their projects and proposals. The Index provides an enriched view of the global funding landscape with over 5.2 million awarded grant records sourced from more than 400 funders worldwide. So how does this index work? How can researchers use it to their advantage? The Grants Index allows researchers to easily identify and analyze previously funded projects. They can explore grant details, including principal and co-principal investigators, project descriptions, and links to published outcomes, all within the Web of Science research discovery environment. By doing so, researchers can more effectively position their projects and increase their chances of a successful bid with a funding agency. What about the integration of funding data from PivotRP to the Web of Science? How does that play into this? 
the integration of expertly curated funding data from Pivot RP to the Web of Science provides researchers and research office leaders with actionable insights on funding trends. This enables them to optimize their funding strategies for research that can potentially transform the world for the better. The integrated solution also opens new possibilities for researchers, enabling them to identify potential new sources of funding by offering easy access to past awards. And what about the future? Are there any planned enhancements to the grants index? Yes. Later this year, researchers will be able to claim awarded grants to their Web of Science researcher profiles and present published papers and citations that resulted from a grant in a simple singular view. This will enable researchers to showcase the citation impact of their funded work to evaluators and peers and demonstrate an established track record to funders when they apply for funding. Thanks for that significant update, Abby. In other scientific news, scientists have recently identified four previously unknown groups of emperor penguins in Antarctica. These groups, referred to as colonies, were found using new satellite images. Emperor penguins, the world's largest penguins, are considered near-threatened, indicating a potential decrease in their numbers or habitats. Here to delve deeper into this is our correspondent, Michael. Can you tell us more about these new colonies and their significance? Certainly, David. These emperor penguins raise their chicks during the Antarctic winter on areas of frozen sea ice. If this ice breaks up before the chicks mature, it can lead to a high mortality rate among the young. Recent research suggests that some penguins are moving away from their traditional colonies. For instance, one colony near Halley Bay appears to have relocated about 30 kilometers east since 2016 due to increasingly dangerous conditions. So these penguins are actively seeking out more stable sea ice. What do we know about these new colonies? Peter Fretwell, a researcher at the British Antarctic Survey, believes that these four new colonies have likely existed for years, but have only recently been detected. They are relatively small, with less than 1,000 pairs of penguins in each. While the discovery of these colonies doesn't significantly alter the population estimates for emperor penguins, it does provide valuable insights into their migratory patterns. And what does this mean for the future of these penguins, especially in the context of global warming? Daniel Zitterbart, a penguin researcher at the Woods Hole Oceanographic Institution, points out that the locations where penguins reproduce are changing. As the world continues to warm, it's likely that more penguins will be on the move. However, it's still unclear whether these new groups have broken away from larger colonies. This recent discovery of new emperor penguin colonies in Antarctica is certainly an interesting development in our understanding of these near-threatened creatures. Thanks to Simply Science reporter Michael for shedding light on this. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Science. We'll see you back here tomorrow.